Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomon's Talk TV below to watch now. This podcast is hosted by Captivate FM. I'm a busy content creator, so it helps to have a qualified group of professionals who know what they're doing and can make my life easier. Captivate FM staff always seem to go above and beyond. They never seem to surprise me with their quick responses and they always have the answer. That's what you need in a podcast host, especially if you're a solopreneur. Try Captivate FM today and find out why they're the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. Get seven days free on me by clicking the link below. My guest today is Maggie Perot. We're going to talk today about different things and hopefully whatever we talk about will help you who are listening. Welcome, Maggie. Welcome, Jen. Thank you for having me. Welcome, everybody. Absolutely. The first thing I want you to do is to tell us who you are and then tell us what you do. Sure. Um, So who I am? I am a mom (laughs) in a blended family with four kids. I'm an immigrant. I come originally from Poland and I immigrated immigrated to Canada in 2005. I was about 27, finished university in Poland at the time. You know, it was hard to find a decent paying job, if job at all. And, you know, I learned about Canadian uh, immigration system and sort of immigrated. I went through a divorce. So as I said, like after my divorce, I, I met my, I made my current husband and we have two kids together, but we're a blended family. I have two step boys that are older and professionally what I do, I'm a business and leadership coach. I help service-based women entrepreneurs grow their businesses. That's oh, what I do. okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And let's talk about entrepreneur and the, the woman, the businesswoman, and tell us how you help us to be better entrepreneurs. Sure. So what I found is, in a, you know, in, in talking with entrepreneurs and, and women, mostly because those are my clients, is we, we start a business with 
from a passion, right? We, we have a skill in something or a passion about something and we want to help people. And that's usually uh-huh. the case. And there's usually a fantastic and fascinating story behind it that I always like to hear, but that's, you know, in a natural what it is. So we go out there and we want to help people and so on. But then we realize that the skill that allows us to help our clients, right? So whether we are web designers or coaches, not necessarily business coaches, but other coaches, VAs or photographers or whatever, it's not the skill that actually attracts the paying client, right? Because that's a business skill. So in a way, and there is a gap. And often what happens is because people cannot attract clients or entrepreneurs, my, my clients cannot find clients, then they think that it's because they're not great at what they do, right? And they start doubting that and they lose confidence. And it's not the case. They're actually great at what they do is that they just don't realize that they, they just don't have a skill, a business skill, whether it's a little bit of marketing and sales, because they never had needed it before, right? We don't right. necessarily learn skills ahead of time, right? right? Unless we really want something. If I don't learn how to parachute because I don't care about parachuting, so I don't learn right. about it, right? I just... Right. So what I help, I help to bridge that gap, right? I help my clients become really authentic and high-performing leaders of their business. I teach them the skills, really just what they need to grow mm-hmm. their business long-term, strategically, without that hassle and overwhelm. Mm-hmm. And I connect it also to the mindset, right? Because we always, I say, we need to grow first before we grow our business. So there's also mm-hmm. a mindset part that CEO and treating your business professionally as a professional business, plus the skill that helps you grow and make the income you want. So that's sort of how I help. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. I like that. And I like that you touched on the fact that sometimes we just, you know, we go gung-ho and whatever it is, our passion is. And then we realize that this passion needs something around it, like clients, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. (laughs) And their business processes and systems. And we get lost because, hey, I just, I just want a podcast, right? (laughs) I just want to help. And you know what? That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I really believe that it's needed because if you overthought it, if you're like, oh my God, I need this, this and that, and I don't have it, then we would never start anything, right? right? right. So sometimes it's just better to go with a passion, start something and then realize, oh shoot, I'm missing Mm -hmm. that. But then you're like already started. So it's easier to just, okay, well now I'll need to learn that, right? I will learn this and then I will get better. So it's not that it's wrong. Yeah, right. So at least you have a foundation to build on, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, cool. So what does leadership mean to you? Leadership for me means you start with yourself. So for me, you need to, I'm a huge believer in leading by example. And, you know, I have a corporate background with leadership positions. So I've had people under me, smaller teams, bigger teams. And I always believed in leading by example, because if we cannot lead ourselves, meaning, you know, being in integrity with what we say and doing what we're saying we're doing, when we're Mm -hmm. saying we're doing, then we can't expect others to do what we want them to do, to follow our vision and be motivated by it and do their best, right? And I also believe that we're all leaders. So it's because very often people think, oh, a leader, it's either a politician or some sort of like stiff CEO in the big company. But but I don't think that's the case. Like we're mothers, we're aunts, we are teachers, we are, we're volunteering in our communities, right? We Mm -hmm. have people around us who look up to us, who take, you know, who 
who for whom we model that sometimes we don't even realize. Yeah. So for me, leadership, that's what it means. It's starting with yourself and then you can, you know, lead your business or you can lead teams and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. All right. And so can you give us three tips for a woman who's running a business or starting her business, how she can effectively uh, avoid burnout because it's one of the things we we get to right burnout yes yes so definitely it's easy to get there and especially when you are passionate about something right Mm -hmm. and you want to give it your all I actually went through a burned out about four years ago in my corporate world so I learned the hard way that this is not the way to go and through it you know I went through some I actually signed up for some high performance coaching that allowed me to you know realize that you can actually actually set good habits for myself and realize you can actually accomplish a lot while being calm, not overwhelmed and not burned out. And I I include that in my coaching. But like if I had to give three simple tips, first of all is be clear on what you actually want, right? Like what is the outcome that you want? Because what I see a lot, even with entrepreneurs is they're not planning, they're not setting goals because it's more of a, because they're scared if they don't meet them, that means something about them. Mm. But what it really means is when you set the goal and you know what you want, then it's much easier to figure out how to get there, right? It's much easier to be focused and not get too scattered and not to do much. So that's one. Tip number two is once you know what you want, just focus on those most important things that are directly related to you getting there mm-hmm. and then sort of eliminate everything else, that creation of those boundaries, right? Only because somebody else is doing something or they're telling you you should do it because it works mm-hmm. for, for them. If it doesn't relate ideally, right? If it doesn't really relate to your goals, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just just focus on the most important things. And then the tip three would be plan, plan ahead. Schedule your weeks ahead in advance, like a, at least a week ahead. Not Don't decide a day off what you're going to do because it's very reactive. <laughs> you're still reacting to things. Just plan a week ahead and okay. that will help you a lot and save a lot of time and energy. Well, yeah, that, that makes absolute sense. Thank you for that. And I'm very bad on, on last three, so I really appreciate it. <laughs> And number three, sorry. <laughs> no problem. All right. So I'm thinking that with these, at least with these three tips, you can get to that point that you called high performance, right? Can you explain high performance to us? Yeah, sure. So yeah, those are really, I call them like the three rules of high performance that I, you know, realized are for me, high performance, it's really a lifestyle. So it's about being very intentional about how you spend your time and fo- and not just in business, but overall in your life, right? Figuring out what's important to me. And I will give example for myself, like for me, my business, my clients, my family, of course, and friends, and it's not in like order of importance, just overall, right? And me being growing as a person and self-developing and being healthy and so on. And I truly focus on that and I eliminate things. Like for example, I used to be before my burned out, right? I used to sometimes like watch TV mindlessly because I was tired after work and I would just sit in the evening 
vegan veggie. Like I called it veggie mm-hmm. because it wasn't anything. And I realized how much time it was costing me. I mm-hmm. cut that out. And it doesn't mean that I don't watch TV at all. I do, but it's rarer, right? It's only, let's say, on the weekend. And it's intentional, either a movie night with my kids or just our time with my husband. Because we both love movies and we, you know, we rent something or Netflix, whatever, right? We pick right. something. Yeah. But it's very intentional. It's no longer that like, oh, I'm exhausted. So I'll just sit on the couch for two hours, do nothing. I now, if yeah. I'm exhausted, I just go to sleep and I get right. my sleep. Okay. So that's what, so, so for me, it's really the way you live where you're calm, you're not overwhelmed and you're creating time on the mind. Like I no longer say I'm busy or that I don't have time for something that I really want to do. If I really oh, want to okay. do something, I create that time or I get clear. Why am I saying I don't have time? Maybe because I don't want to do it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I think mm-hmm. I should, like it's a more of a shoot, but I don't really, it's not important. Right. And, and so I don't do that anymore. So that's what it means for me. All right. Okay. Thank you. So what is Maggie grateful for today? Grateful. I'm definitely grateful for us meeting and chatting. And thank you for having me. Okay, me too. I'm also grateful for my mom being with us for holidays. We haven't seen her for two years. You know, my mom lives in Poland and mm. with COVID and everything, we haven't seen our families, a lot of us for many months or it's one. So I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that as well. That's good. Thank you. And what's it like being a mom in a blended family? You're my, you're the second guest I've had that we've talked about this. So share that with us if you don't mind. Sure. Um, For me, of course, I, I would just speak from my experience because I, you know, what I've noticed is when I speak to many blended families, it's just every situation is different, right? It depends. Mm-hmm. Some families are blended, but the parents don't have kids with each other. Some, depending on where you come in the world. So what with me is, you know, me and my husband got together where my stepboys were little. So there were four and three. So they get to know me and we got to mm-hmm. develop a close relationship, even though they've never lived with us, but, you know, they visited on a regular basis often. So we got to develop that close relationship before their brother and sister were born. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a very good relationship. With time, they started calling me mom, even though I never pressed on it. I never, you know, I'm like, guys, you can call me whatever, Maggie, you know, but they, mm-hmm. because they were a little, got that. So, so they call me mom. And then when their sister was born and then their brother, they were fine. You know, they had, they were those big brothers now. They were like siblings. Yeah. So there's always some moments. And depending on the age, I remember that Sophie now is nine, but when she was younger, about three and four, she could be annoying, right? <laughs> when their little sister wanted to be glued to their big brothers, her big brothers, and they're like, you're annoying. So it's not like they don't have those moments. But I think overall, our situation has been pretty good. You know, we didn't okay. have a lot of tension that sometimes can come. I don't say it wasn't there. There were moments where, yes, it was there, but it wasn't constant. And I think it's just because I got to know my siblings when they were little and we really had time to develop that relationship before their younger siblings came. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Thank you for sharing. And it, it sounded like you were just a normal family because, you know, sisters are annoying to their own blood brothers. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so it sounds normal to me. <laughs> cool. All right. And how, how can we get in touch with you? The best way, I guess, through my website, www.stairwaytoleadership.com. It's one word, Stairway to Leadership. Okay. And there I have links to my social media and uh, like my free Facebook group. So it's probably the easiest to okay. get in touch uh, with me. Okay. And that's the name of your Facebook group as well. We can put those in the show notes. Yeah. My Facebook yeah. group name is Women Entrepreneurs with Passion for Life and number okay. it's a four, number mm-hmm. four. I think I joined that. Yeah, I yeah you did. Too. You did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So anything else? No, I'm again, I'm happy to connect. I'm happy to chat even for coffee 101, virtual coffee chat like that with yeah, anybody. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you for having me. Sure. And, you know, um, before I let you go, I got to go with my fun question. Yeah. Do you do you practice self-care? And what does that look like for you? Yes. So I do. And that comes with high performance. It's very self-care is very important. So I have a morning routine that it evolved over the years. It really started with like simple minute breathing exercises that allowed me in the morning to just ground myself and so on. Now, over the past four years, and with COVID and me not commuting and not having my corporate job anymore, it evolved to breathing and having a bit of stretch and 10 minutes meditation kind of morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the evening, I journal for about five, 10 minutes. We take a walk with my husband around lunch usually. And that's sort of during the weekend. Then sometimes on the weekend, you know, it could be like a bath or just reading a book or something like additional. I, but that's not structured, just, you know, <laughs> whenever whenever I have time okay cool thanks for sharing that and one last piece of advice as a mother and a business owner any kind of advice you have for that solo mom especially juggling work work from home on their kids right now yeah I would say you know from my experience, whether it's being raised by a solo mom or just me being a mom, definitely dropping the perfectionism and not trying to be perfect in everything. You know, just I had to, even with my kids, I had to learn to kind of let go of like decluttered house all the time. <laughs> it's just, okay, whatever. I'm not looking at the toys lying around. And then when time comes, you know, now my kids are big enough to clean up under themselves after themselves but in the beginning it was just letting go of certain things that really aren't important in the moment right and then again just focusing on the important because that causes a lot of stress and overwhelm that then can spiral into you know not being patient with kids or Mm -hmm. and feeling bad about it right because as moms we are we want we love our kids we we want to be great for them and then sometimes we lose patience we raise our voice and then feel crappy about Mm -hmm, it right mm -hmm. so just yeah letting go of that and then taking even if it's that 30 seconds in the morning to do breathing exercises it helped me so much so Mm -hmm. much to sort of ground myself and have more energy and be patient yeah all week (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right thank you very much uh, maggie for coming and talking to me today i really appreciate you thank you jen i really appreciate you having me thanks so much yeah solomon's talk was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? 
the link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. Hello, solar moms. As a solar mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.